I'm Jeff, he's Brian, and we have 30 minutes to review everything. Friends, welcome back to Review Everything, the uh, Internet's review podcast where nothing is off topic. There we go. Jeff, I got it right. You did. I'm very proud of you. Took me about four tries. Oh, we almost broke our record. Yeah. So I was rooting for it. We know everybody comes here for your uh, nice, polished, clean podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're, we're on par with like NPR's stuff. I think so. I think that's what why we're so popular. Yeah. I think you could probably <sighs> put us up there. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be picked up. In syndication, soon. I, think, I think so. I can't think of the right words today. That's okay. That's sort of our deal. Yeah. That's our gimmick. That's our gimmick. We we can't yeah. speak correctly. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're here to do reviews, and uh, let's let's get into it. Here we go. It's time for reviews. Uh, Jeff, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, great. Hey, you know how you can tell when we do back-to-back episodes? How can you tell? It's a little insider knowledge for, for the fans <laughs> at home. Because we get right to the reviews the second time around. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> we don't have as much meta stuff to talk about. No, we're, let's go. We got, we got a job to do. We're doing it for the fans. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I sp- and now, I'm a, I'm a dad, as you know. And yeah. um, my son spends um, a lot of the summer at his mom's. So video, so over the summer it becomes video game time, mm. where yeah. my wife and I take all the the sort of violent video games that you wouldn't normally play in front of kids, or that you shouldn't play in front of kids, <laughs> and uh, and then we play we we get through those. And um, last year I played uh, I don't know what's uh, Bioshock Infinite, Bioshock Infinite, called, yeah. Which mm-hmm. uh, I played that one, and and uh, I think I played some other ones. That one was okay. I liked it. I liked it. It was fine. It was good. The game. My biggest problem with it was the gameplay. I was, was fine with the game. Was the actual game. the The ending was so. Tri- at a certain point, I figured out the ending. Yeah. And I looked at my wife, and I go, "Oh, God, it's not going to be this, is it?" And she just kind of did one of those smiles. Yeah. And and I was dreading it. The ending was real. Was real cliche, but I but I liked it. I enjoyed it. I played Final Fantasy VII too, um, which is mostly fine to play in front of kids as long as they can't read. Wait, Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Like the one from like 1997 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, with Cloud and where they have like the spheres for hands mm-hmm. instead of like hands and stuff. Uh, what? I never got into those games. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, six and seven are very good. I like nine a lot too. Mm. Um, I'm a big Final Fantasy guy. Okay. I think you should. Well, I, you know I'm what? Not. Yeah, don't give it a shot. Yeah, life's too short. That's right. Yolo. Y- Yolo. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's another dead giveaway for yeah. do, us doing shows back to back. Oh man, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ooh, insider knowledge. Uh this this summer I only played one game this summer. Um at, at the tail end of it I started to play the South Park RPG, but I Oh, that game's great. I, I did I didn't have enough time. Oh, I didn't so, have enough time. It's so good. And and Eli and I had been playing um the Lego Marvel game. Oh, okay. So Those I, games are fun. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was fun. It was a good it's a good starter game for kids where you yeah. they're not gonna get they're not going to get sucked into it. Like the Minecraft thing, I'm staying away from Minecraft with them because it's like it's like a drug for kids. I think it see I think it's okay though. Like it's such a creative game. You know, it's it really like is. It's like it's Legos but 
digital. You got to put basically. a time limit on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah. not advocating you let him, you know, do it for 16 hours straight or whatever. Right. You know, I, let him make that decision when he's our age. I, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm ripping off South Park. Yeah. Cause I, I had this, I had this view before I played, before I, I watched this particular episode. I don't get Minecraft. I don't get it. I, I, I was, I was around these kids playing it. Um, uh, some friends of the family and I'm I'm excited. They're 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 geeked for Minecraft, and I thought everybody loves this game. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what it's all about. Well, it's a game where you're basically put in a world and you just build stuff. Yeah, basically. Right? So I go, yeah. So they start playing. I go, oh my god. And they go, they go, you can do this. You like mine and resources and, and stuff, and you build it from scratch. Right. Yeah. And I said, so what do you do? And they go, you build this stuff. And yeah. I go, okay, but then like, but then what? Yeah. And they said, you don't do nothing. I go, what? What's the goal? What are you trying? How do you beat the game? And they go, yeah. you don't beat the game. You don't do it. And they started to get mad at me. <laughs> they're like, oh, look, you old man. <laughs> you know, this is what you do. And it's awesome. And I and I'm basically in my head, I didn't want to be mean to him. So in my head, I just said, well, this is stupid. And you're stupid for liking it. <laughs> I, I had I had like an old man moment yeah. where I just thought none of this makes sense. I'm fine with dubstep. But Minecraft, <laughs> I said, no, That's sir. That's where you draw the line. No way. This isn't an actual video game. I'm kind of the same way. I... I feel like I'm. I understand the game, and I know yeah. what it is. And I I've even bought the game, oh, and okay. I I played it for a couple of hours. But then it's just, I don't know what it is, but it's just not for me. You know, you just yeah, you just do you you just land there. You know, you you open up the game, and you're like, this is it. Like you're just here, and you just build stuff. Like what else am I gonna do? You, you know, it's, what's a sign? It's kind of, of boring. You know, it's a sign of maturity from an adult. I, I think this is, this is, I just really believe this. When you can look at something that younger people really like and you don't like it, and instead of saying it's stupid, I mean, I know I just, <laughs> I, I know I just said that, but that was tongue in cheek. Yeah. But when you can just go, this is very good for them. It's, I don't, I don't get it and it's not for me, but it's for that generation. I and every, don't know if I'd say it's very good for them. I would, well, you know, you know it's what I fine. mean? Like we had, we yeah. had stuff that we liked as kids yeah. and our parents didn't get it. And Garbage just, Pail Kids. Yeah, it's, that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a phenomenon. Yeah. So so that's just that's just their thing, and that belongs to their generation. And uh, and I, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not, like, not in the club. I just don't get it. Yeah. I'll tell you what I do get. What do you get? GTA 5. Oh, which is yeah, what, you do. Which is what I'm reviewing today. Not, Grand my, Theft not Auto. Minecraft. Um, it was great. It's the, I'm a San Andreas guy. I thought, I always thought that GTA San Andreas was the best. I liked it way better than four. That was my least favorite. Oh, it was so it was funny. It was so no, it was so mean and it was the the beginning took took itself too serious and I, I thought, think the what? whole game took itself too serious. Oh man. I thought it was funny. Because these games have always been like kind of tongue in cheek. Well, yeah. Right? I mean everyone calls them murder simulators and you know I'm not you know that's it's winking the whole way. Yeah, at it's you. it's not about I mean yes you do kill a lot you of go, people you and you do really horrible things but it's in a hyper realistic world it's, it's not yes it's basically i would compare it to like basically whatever donald trump says on a regular basis <laughs> it's pure hyperbole it's yeah it's not um it doesn't take itself seriously yeah and the the violence is is poked fun at i think how over the top they are they they it, it makes fun of itself yeah for being so goofy right uh five is the funniest 
Five's the best. Okay, okay. It's very funny. There were a few missions that were a little too icky for me. There was a, a torture, um, okay. a torture scene, which I wasn't, I wasn't down with that. That made me feel really weird. Uh, but the, the one character, Trevor, who looks like Jack Nicholson, was okay. Yeah, they had you know a handful of laugh out loud moments. He looks um, like somebody out of Breaking Bad to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I it, it's it's very good. It's fun. It's extremely violent. It's way more violent than the other ones. The jokes are way much much more inappropriate, and the sexual content is ramped up. It's not. If you're not on board for any of the other GTA games, stay away from this one. If any of the other GTA games were borderline for you in the first place... I've been waiting for these to become a little bit better for audiences in general. I'm holding out for the fifth one to be, <laughs> yeah. you know, to really be finally appropriate for all ages. I, I think, I, I in my opinion, I hope they don't go further than this. Yeah. In terms of, of the over-the-top violence and, and sexual content and everything, because then I feel like it... It might get a little too weird, a little too weird, yeah. To to sort of, um, because even though it makes fun of itself, and even though it's it's hyper realistic and over the top, there are times where you where you feel a little weird, um, partaking, yeah. Even even in a in a world of imagination, yeah. <laughs> you feel you feel sort of weird that you're vicariously living some of this stuff out, yeah. But. Uh, but I like this one. It was it was very goofy. The the uh, the areas were very fun. It was very diverse in mm-hmm. terms of landscape and uh, and I I know I'm I'm reviewing a game that's years old and that the rest of the world has moved on from. I haven't played it yet. I keep waiting for it to go on sale on Steam because I'd play it on PC. Oh, oh it did it. Come, it came out for PC somewhat recently, didn't? A couple it? months ago, yeah. Okay, and it just hasn't really gone down in price. And so. Uh, well, Steam is famous for having these like crazy sales where the games are discounted by, sales, like, yeah. by like fifty percent, if not more. Here's what here's what the geniuses at Rockstar did when one of these sales hit. I, I think I might like, the night before. I think I believe what they did is they made yes. the price of the game like ninety dollars, <laughs> yeah. so that when it went on sale, it was still like the normal fifty dollars. Yeah, and uh, and I said I'm not. That's very ethical yeah, of them. I'm not doing that. <laughs> People were very upset about this how because many, they couldn't get a game cheaper. How many people would fall for that? Go, oh, it's fifty percent off at fifty dollars, <laughs> or whatever. I guess if it was ninety dollars, it would be less than fifty percent. But you know what I mean. I don't think anybody's falling for that. Yeah, no one's gonna fall yeah. for that. They all people they who all know, know what games cost. Yes, people who know how to like load Steam up onto their computer and stuff are smart enough that they know. That they, would be a red flag. I'm they sure know there what's are, going on. I'm sure there are expensive games, but they're all the list value is pretty. Much all in the same area, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's stupid. What is Rockstar thing? So I'm waiting for it to be $30 or less, and then I'm going to bite on it. Yeah. I it's think. pretty good. I, you'll yeah. enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. There's a lot of... Uh, okay. Uh, I think they went in the right direction. Okay. Did you did you play 4? Uh, a little bit. I felt like... I didn't really get into it very much. They changed some things in 4 that I felt like weren't as good, and it's almost like they backtracked back to 3 and yeah. branched off from there. It's almost like... Progression wise, like four didn't exist. My favorite one was Vice City. I hated Vice, Vice City. Vice City and N three were my favorites. I didn't like Vice City because I thought everything looked the same. Everything was neon pink. Yeah, I, kinda I like, never. I kind of like that. I never knew where I was at. Okay. I just always felt like I was in yeah. the same block, but I, I admittedly, I didn't give that one much of a chance. Yeah, it's it's a good one. Uh, 
All right. So I guess you're done. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, Jeff, I want to talk about, um, about Star Wars episode two. Yeah. Uh, I recently watched very, this. Very timely. Yeah. Yeah. I recently watched this with friend of the show, uh, Jason Slack, because we're doing what's referred to as the machete viewing order for Star Wars, mm-hmm. where you watch them through, you do uh, four, five, two, three, six. So you watch four and five, and at the end of five, you kind of learn that Vader is Luke's father. Oh, spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, yeah. And then you kind of pick it up with two and three, and you kind of learn how Vader comes to be and, yeah, you know, all that crap. And then you conclude with six, and, you know, it's all good. Episode two, I haven't watched it probably since... I saw it in theaters when it came out, and then I maybe saw it like a year later, like when I got it on DVD or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I've seen it in probably like 10 years, legitimately. Oh, that movie does not hold up well is it at pretty, all. It it's is pretty bad. Huh? It's pretty bad. Yeah. I think I only watched it once in the theaters, and it was maybe, maybe I watched it one or two other times with friends. It's pretty bad. I mean, yeah. They, look good. like, everything, like, there's CGI everywhere, and it's so mm-hmm. obvious and so fake looking. Like, there's like an opening scene where they're in like some some chambers of the Jedi Council or whatever, mm-hmm. and it just looks weird. Like, it doesn't look right. It just, ugh, I don't, I didn't like it. You gotta be careful with CGI. Yeah, because the the, the technology advances so much that down the line, it's it's gonna look bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, you know, like stop motion, I guess, like from like the 50s and 60s, like it obviously is stop motion, you know, or yeah. like it doesn't look right or good. You know, you know, it's best. It seems best when you when it's integrated with a lot of as much real stuff. Yeah, as possible. I saw. Um, so like uh, so like what they did with uh, with the Smurfs reboot movies. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, I saw some um side-by-side comparisons of I haven't seen this movie yet, but of the uh the new Mad Max film. Oh, it's great. And there are certain things that they'll add they'll add CGI in just to flesh out the background. Yeah. Or to just to add just to add little things to give it to give a uh to give a scene more character. Yeah. And because they're doing as much as they can with real like real stuff it it doesn't look fake. None of that CGI really stands out to you as, yeah. as I don't know, like basically animation. Yeah, but with Star Wars, I was, I don't know. I felt so bad for Jason because, I mean, well, not, that's maybe a little strong. I felt kind of bad you because. You shouldn't feel bad for Jason. I, I kind of crapped over the movie, probably maybe a little more than I should have. Does he like it? Nah, I think he feels kind of similar to the way I do. Maybe then not. Why, a, then why do you feel bad? He doesn't feel as strongly about it as I do, though. Okay. But there's so many scenes where like they just go on for too long, especially the romance scenes between Anakin and Padme. They are way too long. <laughs> yeah. And they are so awkward. I remember They're I so remember awkward. Those like the, those really sta- stood uh, out to me as being bad. The dialogue is so poorly written. Like people mm-hmm. don't talk that way to each other. <laughs> like it's 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 horrible. Especially people in love. Exactly. I, that's tough. You know, I mean, that's tough to to convey that because we, we've heard so many cliches and I feel like if you don't have this is 
this is such a stupid thing. So if you don't have general chemistry, you don't have like yeah. like real chemistry as actors. Yeah, I think it's a hard thing to fake. There's no chemistry, yeah. and well, it also doesn't help that the screenplay was written. I mean, it, it sounds like bad Shakespeare, basically. You you know what? Um, now now you're reading the Dark Tower books. Oh, I love it, and I don't want to spoil anything for you. Yeah. I'm not, but I I've just started the last one. Okay. And at the beginning of the fourth one, Wizard and Glass. I haven't been to that one yet. He he mentions that the heart the heart of the story is a love story. Yeah. And he felt very he has this like uh forward before the book and he he talks about how vulnerable he feels writing a love story because it's been that that feeling of when you first are in love with somebody and it's yeah. all very fresh. He said he didn't ha- he didn't have that in a long time. He's been married for a long time. And so he wasn't a hundred. He wasn't quite sure that he was going to convey it in a way that would feel real. And I think like George Lucas wasn't the only guy who. I don't even know if he wrote the script. He did. He did. He wrote and directed it. I think it's a hard thing. I think it's a hard thing for for old. The older you are, the less yeah. fresh that is in your mind, and and you're you're relying on your memory rather than. You know, I, I think somebody wrote it with him. I think he directed and produced it, and then somebody helped him. Like write the screenplay, or yeah. I forget exactly what it was. That's a tough thing. I don't. I want to say older people can't write that stuff, but no, obviously not. The but the best the best stuff comes from when you're 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 sort of a like a, a cathartic mm, you yeah. know response, the cathartic experience of of creating something. Yeah, and you feel it, and sometimes uh, you write something because it's just what the story needs, and you're not really feeling it. Well, regardless, the story didn't need any of that. It was pretty. I don't think so. Well, the story needs it, but not in the way that it was done in the movie. It's pretty bad. It was pretty bad. The best is when they roll around in the field. Oh my gosh! It's <laughs> like nobody would ever actually do. You can, yeah, you can cut mm. that scene in half and it's fine, you know, or just not have it at all. You can just not have that scene. You could, you could probably combine episodes two and three yeah. in the one decent movie. Yeah, but there's so many things like. And like the whole thing with like the Clone Wars and, you know, there's two different armies and it seems like at one point that, you know, the guy kind of at the head of one army and the guy at the head of another army are at odds with each other, but then they wind up being, you know, they're working together. That doesn't make any sense. And uh, there's a part where Jango Fett is kind of discovered and he just winds up fleeing and being with Count Dooku, that doesn't make any sense. Like, he's like, all right, I'm out of here. Going to go hang out with Count, Count Dooku. Like, how do you guys know each other? You know, how do you... <sighs> it seems like there's a lot of filler in the movie. There's a lot of fi- there's a lot of filler and a lot of stuff that just doesn't make sense. Like, where yeah. there's filler, there should be stuff kind of fleshing out some, like, relationships between people. Not just Anakin and freaking Natalie Portman. The, the worst part about these prequels... See, now, now I'm just getting mad. Yeah. We, we, we were talking earlier, before we started recording, we were talking about how nice George Lucas was and how, how much money he's given to his local oh, and global great guy. community. Great guy. But I still get, this is like the only nerd thing I get legitimately, I start to get real revved up and angry about. Yeah. But <laughs> what you want to know as a fan, you want to know how Anakin becomes Vader, and then you want to know what, early vader was like yeah and you get um well you kind of see that start to happen in episodes two you know in episode two you you know he kind of bursts out and stuff and it's all very it's so obvious like there's no subtlety to it there's no No. nuance to it no it's it's all him being whiny 
and annoying. It's such a slow burn, and it's yeah. not. And it, when you get to the end of it, and it becomes Vader, and then it's just over. And, yeah. and a big chunk of the stuff you wanted to see for all these years, yeah, it's just not. You don't do anything with it. And if it's not interesting, I guess that's one thing. But the stuff that was in three movies wasn't all that interesting either. Exactly. So, so you might as well just given us what we wanted. Because at the end of the th- end of three, you see him kind of being resurrected as Vader. Yeah. You know, he's kind of assumed to be dead, but then kind of, you know, he they put him in the suit and all that stuff, and and they kind of leave it at that. Like, there's so much that happens oh, yeah. between three and four. That's so interesting. Do you do you remember the marketing for episode three? They had all of the Vader and Chewbacca stuff. I don't remember this. They did. They had so much advertising, like McDonald's stuff, you know, uh, Happy Meal toys, all that yeah. stuff with with the Vader mask and and Chewbacca because Chewbacca was in it for like half a second. <laughs> and and between between Vader and Chewbacca, like combined, they were in maybe five minutes of the movie. Yeah, if that. And I I thought I thought it was a real cheat. No, yeah. it was a big time cheat. Yeah, but uh, but anyways. Yeah. So. I- I don't know. I mean, and here's another. Thing. Okay, here's another thing. Yeah, Jar Jar Binks. You know, everyone's crapped over Jar Jar Binks. We all know. We've, we yeah, we don't I think like him. I think society has covered that. All right. Here, okay, two points that continue to upset me in the films. Mm-hmm. One is the fact that there's other char- like there's other characters in the film that respect him, and you know he's taken seriously in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, there's times in. Uh, episodes four, five, and six, like the only character that, well, I mean, there, I'm sure there's other characters, but Chewbacca is a, generally a pretty laughable character, in my opinion. He's he, kind he of, these comedic moments. He's ridiculous. Yeah. Just as Jar Jar Binks is ridiculous. Sure. People kind of poke fun at Chewbacca, you know, like Leia talks about him being like a walking carpet and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Everyone takes Jar Jar Binks for face value. They're totally fine with him. <laughs> that annoys yeah. me. <laughs> that, that annoys me so much. Oh, you're right. And here's point two. There's mm-hmm. a there's a, some point where he says something about muy muy importante or something mm-hmm. like that. Sure. Why is he speaking Spanish? Why is he speaking <laughs> Spanish? It's Star Wars. <laughs> Nobody in Star Wars is speaking Spanish. That's a really good point, Brian. It's so stupid. It's so stupid, Jeff. I'm getting mad about this, too. I know. I am, too. I thought they should have killed him in episode three. It would have been great. Because they, they talked about how, you know what, if they did that? Because he killed the kids, right? Younglings. The younglings. And you're yeah. supposed to feel like, oh, that like that's messed up and that makes me angry. If you would have killed Jar Jar, though, you would have been you would have been cheering him on the whole, oh, yeah. the whole time. <sighs> so what do you give episode two? I give it a do not buy. Oh, wow. Definitely do not buy. I'm kind of upset at Jason that he made me watch it. You should be. You've wronged your friend, Jason. It's, well, the thing is, is there's some like good combat scenes in it and stuff that are really cool. The, the action outside of the good. Yoda fight scene, that I thought that was dumb, a little stupid. Yeah, it was a little stupid. I kind of get it, and actually, I thought thinking back on it, I thought it was longer than what it actually is. I kind of like that it's really short. Yeah, and he doesn't do a ton of the sword fighty stuff. He does a little bit, and that's fine. And he does look like visibly like really tired and strained after it, you know, because yeah. he has to you know draw from his, draw from the force to really get it sure. get it going. Yeah, you know. Let's geek out even more. Yeah. All right. Let's. I'm sorry. Let's just move on. <laughs> Do not buy. Uh, hey, uh, Brian. Uh, yes, Jeff. I got some wrestling bullcrap for you. Oh, I've got a bumper for that. Uh, 
Where is it? Okay, here we go. Let's do this. All right, Brian, let's do this. Let's do this, Brian. <laughs> okay. Wrestling bullcrap. I'm going to I'm going to list off five gimmicks, okay? Five very short-lived gimmicks. Okay. Four of them are real and one of them is bullcrap. It's something that I made up. It's okay. not even it's not like it's halfway true and I changed one element of it to make it fake. It's totally 100% fake. Wait, hold, oh, so okay, you're suggesting two st- you're doing two stories. No, no, I'm doing five. I'm explaining five gimmicks. Five gimmicks. Yeah. Four of them are real oh, gimmicks. Oh, okay. One of them is fake and I'm not and I'm not going to okay. do a cheat okay. where I take a real gimmick and I change one facet of it. Okay. I'm it's 100%. Okay. Bull crap. I appreciate that. Yeah, hey, no yeah. problem. Yeah. All right, Brian, here's the first one. Max Moon. This is in WWE. Max Moon. Max Moon. Uh, some wrestlers are billed as residing from strange places. Parts unknown, the bottomless pit, the outer reaches of your mind. But only one man was ever billed from outer space. Okay. I'm talking about the legend Max Moon, who looked like an intergalactic ninja. He had fake dreadlocks. He wore a, a blue bodysuit, which partially covered okay. his head. And he had uh, flares that shot out that, that what did I, I wrote, you know what? <laughs> I had a typo in here. <laughs> had these little rockets on his wrist, and these flares shot out oh, yeah. as he walked to the ring. But he never used them in, in combat. Okay. I think, I think that's true. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he's basically the David Bowie of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, Max Moon, right. Yeah, I'm wrestling. kind of into that. Okay. Yeah. He might be my favorite wrestler so far. <laughs> he, was, he was your target audience. I have no idea who he is, but I'm into it. It's Max Moon. Obviously. The Ding Dongs, Brian. The Ding Dongs. <laughs> and WCW, kids love wrestling, and they love over-the-top wrestling gimmicks. They also like bells, which is why this gimmick was invented. The Ding Dongs were a tag team of masked wrestlers <laughs> who had bells on their wrists and ankles, and they would cheer each other on by shaking the bells. <laughs> And they would get the crowd riled up by shaking the, the bells. The ding dongs. And they were called the ding dongs. Do you want me to say whether I think they're true or false, like right now? Uh, you can save it. I'm curious as to what your thought process is right now. I think it. I think this one's false. You think this one's false? Yeah, because here's why. When I hear ding <laughs> yeah. dongs, I immediately think of like a Three Stooges wrestling crew. Yeah. And I think they just totally missed the mark, so I think this one's false. Okay. Here's another one, Brian. Bastion Booger. <laughs> Bastion Booger was a fat, hairy man uh, who wore very little clothing. He picked his nose and ate greasy food while wrestling. <laughs> his finishing move involved Booger sitting on his opponent's faces so that his crotch buried into their chins. Mm. His crotch. His crotch. Yeah, that's how he basically sat on them. Yeah, like kind of weird. You know? <laughs> kinda, you know, close the kid's eyes sort of situation. Yeah. Here's another one, Ryan. I want to call that whole situation into question. Like, yeah, why is he? Why is he putting his crotch in their face to pin their it's... to pin their shoulders on the mat? Uh, uh. Uh, Manny the mannequin. Uh, Manny was a mannequin, or was he a man? Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't uh, didn't mankind have some sort of thing? Well, with, that was mankind. With uh, didn't he have a like a head that he? <laughs> Oh, that was Al Snow. Around. That was Al Snow. Oh, Al Snow from Lima, yeah. Ohio. Didn't he have a like yeah, a mannequin he, he, head? He did have a mannequin head. <laughs> That's a, oh, he had helped me ran on his forward. I don't know if his mannequin head did or not. Yeah. 
Well, this was maybe some close relation to the mannequin head. Okay. Manny the mannequin. I'm sniffing this one out. I think this one's false. Okay. I'm getting to the bottom of it here. Manny's- I'm thinking ding dong's true. Okay. Oh, false. you're swapping. Yeah, I'm swapping. Uh, Manny stood completely still during shows, sometimes near the ring and other times in background during backstage segments. He would never move until it was time for his match when he suddenly came to life. Uh, once <laughs> his match ended, whether he won or lost, Manny would become a mannequin again before cutting to commercial. The gimmick never lasted long enough to find out how he got back to the locker room after <laughs> matches, though. Some dude would have to come out with a with a dolly and just kind of wheel him back. He should have had a manager. You know what? To I'm carry tem- him back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tempted to say that's like a really dumb gimmick. Yeah, I think it's actually kind of cool. <laughs> you could do some really cool stuff with that. You, you got. You should have gotten into wrestling in the '90s. <laughs> they had also they could have been into all this stuff. Well, I like. I kind of like the '90s, like '80s and '90s wrestling when it yeah. was just an absolute circus. It really was when it was just so stupid. It was hit or miss. They'd come out with these. It was like 20, you know, it felt like 20, but I'm sure that's yeah. it's too high of a number, but like 20 insane gimmicks, and then maybe three of them would stick. Okay. And so that's why you have so many bad ones from that era. These are all... I love all the weird stuff. Oh, my gosh. Hey, you're going to love this one, then, Brian. <laughs> Beaver Cleavage. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Maybe. Maybe it's bullcrap, Brian. <laughs> Leave it to Beaver. Plus incest uh, equals ratings. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where uh, we're going. Or that's what WWE thought. I didn't realize I had an incest bent. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, you got to you know, you gotta bring in the incest fans. Uh, they aired a series of vignettes where Beaver Cleavage, a Leave it to Beaver knockoff, spoke. Yes, yes vignettes. Spoke. Yes, we're, we're referring to these as vignettes. <laughs> it's, it's that classy. Yeah, well, it is, Brian. It's art. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so Beaver Cleavage spoke to the audience from his home as his mother, a busty woman his own age, took care of him. By taking care of him, I mean making awkward and disgusting sexual innuendo. Uh, the gimmick debuted on TV where people pretty much didn't react to it at all, and it was quickly ditched. Mm. So Brian, which one of those is bullcrap? Um, <sighs> see, I think, uh... I want. I really want Manny Mannequin to be true. Yeah, I think that's true. I think Beaver Cleavage is so stupid that it has to be true. I think I'm. I think I'm going to go with Ding Dongs. I think Ding Dongs. I think Ding Dongs is a fake. Total false. bull crap. Yeah. Guess what, Brian? What? You're wrong. Oh, Ding Dongs is real. What? That is dumb. It was real. It was short. Very short. That's such a dumb gimmick. All of these were short lived. Uh, except you know what? Best and Booger real. And lasted over a year. Okay, I think that's impressive. It kind of evolved into mankind. Mankind kind of had that thing going on. Uh, hey, maybe maybe you could say there was a little bit of that. I don't know. The dude pulled a dirty sock out of his pants and <laughs> shoved it down people's throats. Nuance, Brian. It's very <laughs> it's very different. Uh, no, Manny the mannequin totally made up. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you, you come up with that? I did. <laughs> That's could, a great gimmick. I could have had a job with WWE in 1995. See, I think that was my favorite out of all of them, besides yeah. Max Moon. <laughs> Max Moon. I, I think that's a great gimmick, Jeff. You should. Uh, it's from you should pitch that to uh, Vince McMahon. I can't. Well, it's already. Oh, Manny the Mannequin. Manny Mannequin. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think, I think you really got something there. I think wrestling fans would not probably appreciate me very much. <laughs> I think you really have something that resonates yeah. with people. Yeah. What was that Nickelodeon show? Remember where the mannequin came alive? When the door, when the store closed, and there was a little puppet mouse, 
and everything. Today's was that today's I've, special. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh man, I'll I'll review today's special. Okay, next time I'll watch some episodes on YouTube. It's, not to uh, not to crap on current wrestling, but current wrestling seems to be a little too, a little too real. Oh, you you think there's too much of a? I of mean, a real... from an outsider's perspective, yeah, it seems like there's too much going on with real people trying to be real. I want more. I want more Max Max Moon. I want more yeah. Ding Dongs. I want more Manny Mannequin. So I want more Booger Guy. You're in the same target audience as eight year olds. Is basically yeah. My yeah. my son mostly likes the really crazy ones like Star. You like Stardust? Oh, Stardust, the transgender guy, right? <laughs> no, no. You know what? It's a, that's Goldust. Oh, Goldust. Stardust yeah. is his brother. Oh, his much younger brother okay. who's sort of taken the gimmick into the next. I like the gold oh, yeah. Goldust gimmick, but it kind of got a little sexual. It got it had a weird underlying sexuality yeah, to it they, that made me uncomfortable. With Stardust, they've gotten rid of that whole thing, yeah. and it's more of like an intergalactic supervillain. See, I love that. I mean, it's it's the David Bowie of wrestling. Oh yeah, you would love it. Yeah, it's it's directed at children, so that's see, you, I want more. Yeah, of that. you want that. You that's should, what I want because it's gotten too bro. You need to have children so that you can feel, uh, so you can watch. <laughs> You can watch watch the shows. wonder in their eyes as they as yeah. they watch Stardust slam dunk somebody into the into the mat. I will say this is the most satisfying part of fatherhood is watching uh like the new turtle cartoons. Ah yeah, and having having a reason like not feeling like crapping all over it. It's great. Oh really? Oh yeah. Okay. They they they're, they're I'm happy to hear that. They're borrowing from all the different um you know uh, movies and other TV shows and the comics. They bring it all in and uh, it's actually uh. That's actually pretty good. JB Smoove plays a does a voice on there as well. I have no idea who that is. Curb your enthusiasm. JB Smooth? Yeah. You ever watch Curb? You ever watch Curb? Yeah, I did. I borrowed all the DVDs from you. Oh, the uh uh what's his name? Leon? Who Leon. lives with uh Leon, Leon. who's the black guy? Oh, okay. I, I it's been a number of years since okay. I watched it. Anyways, it's pretty funny. You need to watch it? through that again, I guess. All right, Brian. All right, let's uh Let's let's put this one down, Jeff. Let's, okay. Let's put a bow on it. Yeah, sounds good. All right, here we go. Oh! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. Hey, Brian. Hey, Jeff. I have a recommendation. Uh, the Halloween Kit Kats with chocolate wafers. Uh, Dean and I can make all chocolate treats better, changing the not chocolate parts into chocolate parts. I know these are the types of things women say, but I don't care. I'm not really that fat, but my <laughs> spirit animal is a big fat guy. And that means it's very hard for me not to appreciate candy, which fuses various kinds of chocolate together. Kit Kats are my favorite candy. Now they're kind of a religious experience, a gift from some kind of chocolate god. This is getting weird. Who is either a good god who wants me to be happy or an evil god who wants to give me diabetes. <laughs> I'm not sure. Either way, I appreciate this delicious, delicious treat which he has bestowed upon me. Praise be unto him. <laughs> yeah. That's strange. Yeah. That's, well, that's yeah. your recommendation. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, my recommendation is, uh, Jeff, I I think I may have hit rock bottom with Amazon. Uh-oh. As of late. Oh, no. Uh, I bought I bought pens on Amazon. Oh, I've done that, too. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm yeah. fine. So I bought, uh, I bought the uh, Uniball Jetstream. Mm, nice. 7-millimeter uh, tip. Mm-hmm. And I can confidently say this is probably the best pen I've ever used. Oh, very yeah. good. Writes very smoothly. The ink rarely smudges, if ever. Um, 
It's just a nice pen. You never have to like start it. You know, you know how sometimes you have to scribble to get it going. Yeah. How many did you never buy? Never have that. Uh, three. I bought a three. Oh, pen. okay. And then I also bought some Pilot V5s as well because I like the Pilot V5s a lot. Those are kind of like a rollerball. They kind of have like a mm-hmm. gel type ink in it. If I, uh, I think I might have it. Yeah. I, if I find a pen I really like, I buy a a big bundle off of Amazon. Yeah. So I'm. That's the way to for go. A while. Yeah. yeah. So the Pilot V5 is good. Uh, our friend, uh, mutual friend Mark Brewer, is a lefty. Mm-hmm. And he swears by these. He's left-handed. He is because the ink. He's the best man of my wedding. I didn't know he was left-handed. Hey, that's his problem. Yeah, I think he. Problem. I think he's ashamed of it because it's never come up. Yeah. Yeah, he might be. I don't know. Wow. Anyway, uh, Jeff, where can we find you online? Uh, at not Jeff White. That's Twitter, Brian. That is the Twitter. That's on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at being a b y a n g e r. Uh, I guess. I guess that's it, right, Jeff? Yeah. Okay. I mean, not forever. Well, hopefully not. I don't think so. Yeah. Hey, we all got to go sometime. That's right. All right. Anyway, thanks for listening, folks, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. There you have it. Headphones make my ears very warm. Yeah.